Hello, Hardcore Finance listeners. This is Alex Chizik at Mr. Ibida coming to you guys with another musing. Today, I want to talk about the rise of the retail investor. It's actually quite an interesting phenomenon in the market that's been happening fairly recently. And if you look at it from a geopolitical perspective, especially the things that have been brewing over the last four to eight, maybe even 12 years, it, it makes a lot of sense. I'll start off the episode and amusing by quoting Jim Cramer. Um, Jim Cramer, for those who don't know, is a CNBC analyst, longtime Wall Street personality, longtime trader. Whether you agree with him or disagree with him doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. I oftentimes disagree with him. I think he's way too, you know, he's a little bit over the top on certain things. But I just recently ran into some of the articles that he's talked about. And on December 7th, you know, I want to read you some headlines. He says, young investors change the entire characteristic of the market. And he says, I think it's time to stop disrespecting the young investor who've nailed 2020 every step of the way. And that there's a massive group of these individual young retail investors through Robinhood or Cash App or others who become in many ways a more powerful collective force than the professionals. And they simply don't care about the same things as the experts. And that was December 7th. December 9th, he talked about how the young retail investors could drive the DoorDash IPO. And uh, recently, in the light of what happened with GameStop, uh, he's talked about how the basically these young retail investors created a short squeeze for GameStop. And there are other companies where this can happen as well. Now let's talk about GameStop and what's actually happened there. GameStop is, for those who don't know, is a gaming storefront. It's a retailer that sells Xbox, PlayStation, and other games. And it hasn't been performing so well. In fact, as of January 6th, we're recording now, I'm recording on January 26th. As of January 6th, the price of the stock was been $18.36. And if we actually zoom out before that, on August, this is six months ago, August 26th, the stock price was at $5, five. Now, a lot of these young investors got together on Reddit and found out that a lot of the Wall Street professionals have been short selling the stock, which essentially means selling it, betting that the stock is going to go down, selling it now and having to buy it later. They came together, organized a massive group and went in hard at GameStop. Over the last few days, in fact, if we look at the month, let's see when this rally started. It kind of started on January 12th. So again, August, the stock was a five. December, it was at, you know, 11 or so. January 11th, started going to 19 to 20 bucks. January 14th, $40. January uh, 21st, this is five days ago, it was a 43. And today it's at 147. 147 which is an incredible, incredible rise from $5. That's 30X in six months, 30 time increase. And what it's caused, they basically said a big F you to the Wall Street players, to the traditionalists who said, this stock is not gonna go anywhere. We're gonna short sell the stock, essentially bet against its success. 
And these retail young investors said, F you, we're going to go and show you. And they created a short squeeze, which basically meant that the stock price rose so much that people who were shorting the stock were forced to buy stock because they saw the appreciation in order to then fulfill their positions later on, which caused a more of a market frenzy. Retailers are buying it. Short sellers are buying it to stop the bleeding in their positions. And the stock skyrocketed on January 26th. It went to 120, then dropped to 82 or so, 68 actually, I'm looking now. And then the retail investors, this is uh, as of the 25th. So went again from the, um, uh, actually in on the 25th, in the beginning of the day, it was 120. Then it went down the end of the day to about 70. And today it's a 147. And it's an interesting, it's it just, it's literally a Reddit organization. Just like uh, back in the elections, there was a whole TikTok organ, uh, organizers on TikTok said F you to the Trump uh, campaign and bought out all the tickets. Uh, I believe it was in Ohio, an Israeli in Ohio. And Trump showed up instead of seeing that hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of people, he saw hundreds because there were a bunch of empty seats. And so I think this is, the rise of the young millennial Gen Z who've been born into a situation where they went, they graduated college and went straight into the 2008 financial crisis, have been screwed by that crisis, weren't able to get jobs, were overcome with student loans, are just pissed off at the government establishment that hasn't been doing anything for them lately, hasn't been getting anything done. And now went into, you know, the COVID the, the, after the Great Recession of 2008, after they finally started establishing themselves, got hit by the COVID crisis. And I think this generation is basically saying enough is enough. This is the same generation that's fueling some of the, you know, the Reddit, uh, the, the 4chan conspiracies, unfortunately, some of the QAnon conspiracies. But this is also a generation that deeply cares about you know, values uh, and missions and companies. And so this is the generation that's that's rising up and saying we have the power little by little, grassroot by grassroot, we're able to move markets and we're able to cast away this elite society that's kept us down and under where we see the rich getting richer. Now that's both a good thing and a bad thing. And I'll talk about from a, from a market perspective, why I think where the dangers I think could be. And for me, the big danger is, again, these investors are investing in stocks that they really, really care about. Uh, in this case, they rescued GameStop. They, you know, this is the, the movement that's going to be behind Tesla and other pop, pop culture stocks. This is exactly what I talked about in the last episode when Shimon and I discussed the canary in a coal mine. But taking a GameStop stock from... Uh, $20 to 140 or from 5 to 140 30xing a stock whose fundamentals haven't changed is and whose future strategy hasn't changed because the stock price is literally the market's evaluation of the future is incredibly dangerous because at, at the first sign of a weaker market right the first sign of a shakeout these are the weak hands that are that will flee because they they are not and i i'm trying to not sophisticated from an investment perspective they're just they're they're younger investors they haven't been around so they won't be able to hold through the volatility 
many of them won't. Some of them maybe believe in the company, but many of them won't. And so when we look at these companies like that have um, risen because of these investors, the, the volatility in the market and volatility for individual stocks, I expect to increase, okay? And when there's an increase in volatility of individual stocks, especially pop culture stocks, there's an increase of kind of a down cycle of fear, breeding fear. You know, there's weak hands get shaken out of, of a stock and that creates fear and that creates more a more a bigger drop and creates more fear and so on and so forth. So I expect the stock market in the next year or so, in the next two years, until we see um, a broader correction, to have more volatility in these pop culture stocks. So I think the message here is, you know, buyer beware or investor beware about where you're investing. And this goes back to Shimon's point. Shimon always says, look, invest in the index. Um, invest in the index because the index is going to be a, a way to hedge against that, to protect against all this volatility. I like to choose individual stocks, but I'm going to start keeping an eye out on some of these massive moves um, because I, I typically am not exposed to a, like a game stock or a Tesla. You know, I people can say I missed the Tesla move. But some of these other stocks, for example, Apple, I can see being one, Spotify being another, uh, where people can can run up and quote unquote save it. The masses can come and save it. But this is a very finicky and a very uh, not not a very strong situation or position to be in. And so this is definitely a new phenomenon, something to watch to watch out for, um, something that I expect will have more volatility in the market. And again, as an investor, you have to take two positions, right? What are the takeaways from this? What, what are the so what's? I think one position is be prepared for more volatility, especially if you're choosing and picking individual stocks and especially if the pop culture stocks. Be okay with the volatility. If the stock market skyrockets, don't count your chickens if you're holding for the long term. Or, and or maybe learn some technical analysis and see when it goes parabolic up at what point you have to take profits and sell <clears throat> excuse me similarly on the way down you'll see massive down channels and maybe that's not because the stock has done anything but just because there's this market frenzy i'll give you a quick example that that's happened to me recently i when the coronavirus pandemic hit i started researching uh, pharmaceuticals and i i went in and found moderna quite quite early I found Moderna. Um, Moderna, for those who don't know, is a MIT-based uh, pharma company that has one of the main vaccines for the coronavirus. I bought Moderna at $35. Today, Moderna is at $150 some, <clears throat> and it went up as high as $174. Throughout its rise, no one really knew how to value Moderna or what to think of it. Uh, but the point was, hey, look, you know, there'll be vaccines going out. Nobody knew how to, how many vaccines and so on and so forth. People were buying the rumor and selling the news. There were good news pieces coming out and the stock price was falling. Nothing was happening and the stock price all of a sudden started skyrocketing. And for me, it was a very frustrating experience to hold the stock because I couldn't understand why the price was moving the way it was moving, given the fact that the fundamentals haven't changed. But I believe in the company. I believe in the technology. I believe in the platform they developed. 
I believe they have a long tail of other drugs. And so when it skyrocketed, I held, it fell from 170 down to 108 at some point. So almost fell by 40 some percent. I held, now I'm back up to 154. Maybe it's overheated now, but I'm still holding. So basically have your convictions, right? Do your research, understand what you're getting into, and don't be thrown off by this onslaught of retail investors. They can pump some sort of stocks. And number two, for sure, for sure, for sure, do not chase, don't get FOMO, and don't chase profits. This is so much easier said than done. Uh, I've chased my fair share, uh, share of profits, and I've had my fair share of FOMO. Um, it's it's not fun when you buy the top and then sell the bottom. I've had many mistakes where I've done this, where I try to time the market and it's failed on me. Try to keep yourself even keeled, steady. Don't chase these profits. Don't chase the volatility unless you know how to handle the volatility and be prepared for the volatility. So I'll, uh, I'll end my musing there. It's going to be quite interesting to see what these retail investors are going to do how the GameStop story will play out in the next days, weeks, and months, whether the stock price will crash, and it's a case study about the rise and fall of, of a price. Um, oh, and by the way, there was, you know, uh, for those people who uh, who follow, you know, some of the crypto news and, and follow Elon Musk, for example, Elon Musk uh, tweeted, you you know, everyone should use Signal, Signal being the, the, the communications platform, the app, and people within one day went and bought the Signal stock, which is a completely unrelated company. I think took the price from like two or three dollars to thirty-five dollars, and then back down to eight dollars in the same day or the following day. So these phenomenon happen. It's just a mad frenzy of people that are willing to put a little bit of money into the markets. You know, the Robinhood platforms, Cash App, PayPal, and others are going to help aggregate these these moves, and so you're just going to see a lot of weak hands. So. You know, anyway, be ready for the volatility. Don't get FOMO. Don't rush into it. Um, and and let you know, let's see what happens. Again, especially if you're trading these pop culture stocks, get ready for these moves that are that are going up and down. Um, and just uh, buckle in. Please let me know what you guys think. Please like us. Uh, please subscribe to to the podcast. Please leave us reviews and comments. We really appreciate reading them. Email us. Tweet at us at Shimon Lazarov. I'm at Mr. Ibida, hardcorefinance.com. Uh, donate if you can. Thank you guys, and uh, thanks for listening.